With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Fade Me. And thank you for joining us as always. Well, this is a special edition podcast. Let's call it a soapbox podcast, maybe an educational episode for those of you new to sports betting, or maybe those of you that need a refresher on things. I do want everyone to enjoy sports gambling as much as I do. I love it. It's fun, at least most nights, not all nights, but you got to remember, you can't get too high, you can't get too low. But today, I do want to take some time to discuss expectations for this podcast, the sports gambling industry, and really talk about some cold, hard facts that I don't talk about enough, I guess, okay? So real quick about me again, I'm not an expert, don't want to be called one. I know very little. I rarely bet more than one unit on a game. Nothing is a lock, and certainly no day is guaranteed to be a winning day. I celebrate success, but I have plenty of losing days. I bet less per game than most people. There's no doubt about that. I could go 0-20 over the next three days, and it's going to have zero impact in my life because in reality, I could just adjust my eating habits for a week and make up those 20 units I lost, okay? My wife will complain much more about my eating habits than my gambling habits, and that's a good thing, I guess. Well, in one way, it's a good thing. In another way, it's not a good thing. But I've been betting for about 30 years. I had locals. I've sent money to countries... I don't know where they are, but I sent Western unions to them back in the day. And a portion of that time I was gambling was unhealthy. Yes, I was betting above my income level. But lucky for me, my future wife quickly informed me that my Friday and Saturday nights would not be spent at Canterbury Downs, simulcasting low sal races until midnight. And shortly after that, I got the hint and everything got to an acceptable entertainment level in my mind anyway. So now let's talk about some cold, hard facts. Number one, sports betting isn't easy. Most players lose. Yes, repeat that with me. Most players lose. So if you're losing, you're with the majority here. So how do we get better? We'll talk about that on future episodes, right? Number two, the American Gaming Association this week released their annual report for 2023. The sports betting industry posted a record profit of $10.92 billion on a handle of $119.84 billion dollars. The sportsbook hold percentage increased to 9.1% from 8.1% in 2022. So once again, the sportsbooks turned a profit of $10.92 billion off of sports gamers out there. Now, when you look at Twitter, you'd think everyone's a winner but you and me, right? But in reality, when I look at those numbers, that must not be the case. Most reports estimate that just 3 to 5% of consistent sports bettors will win over a full year period of time. That means, what, 95 to 97% of us listening to this podcast will lose money in 2024 if we bet on a consistent basis. Now, from an entertainment value standpoint, a fun perspective, that's okay for many of us. But if you're trying to do it for an income stream, obviously be careful. Reminder, if you bet minus 110 plays, you need to hit 52.38% to break even. 
If you bet minus 115 prop bets, which most of us do, you need to hit 53.49% to break even. If you fall in love with those minus 140 money lines, which I can do at times, you need to hit 58.33% to break even. So it's not easy to do. And most of us hit between what, 45% and 55% on those minus 110 plays. So the gap between a good and a bad gambler is it as large as we always make it seem at times? Most of us have extended stretches where we're both good and we're both bad. It happens, right? You can't get too high. You can't get too low. Number five on my list here is the law of large numbers. The book really doesn't need trap lines, fixed games, or any of that to make a profit. They just need to write tickets on a consistent basis, and the player will typically self-destruct. Not all. But most players eventually can self-destruct with enough numbers of bets, right? That'll happen. Just like in the old days, the casinos would copy the hotel rooms, try to keep you at the casino, because the more you played, the more it favored their odds that things would shift back in their direction. So let's look at some numbers. New York State Gambling Commission posts weekly and monthly reports for each sportsbook licensed in the state. FanDuel. $1.574 $1.574 billion in profit since January of 2022. How many losing months for them? Zero. DraftKings, $997 million in profit since January 22. Zero losing months. Caesars, $373 million in profit since January of 2022. Zero losing months. BetMGM, $183 million in profit since January of 2022. Zero losing months. State total, $3.26 billion in profit. Zero losing months. I like to be the book. I don't like to be the player. Fun fact for you here. DraftKings has had one losing week since launching in New York. That was September 3rd of 2023. They lost $3.4 million, But they did bounce back strong the next week. They didn't have to shut down the book. They made $16.4 million in profit the following week. FanDuel lost money three of their first six weeks in operation in New York. They've not had a losing week since then. So once again, law of large numbers will favor the books. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Now, this is not financial advice, but let's just say that I like the odds of someone making money off of gambling stocks much more than I like the odds of creating a revenue stream off of betting on sports. So there are exceptions to the rule. Some of you have success. I congratulate you. I celebrate your success. 
but the posted profit by the sports books cannot be denied. It's a tough business. I listen to the quarterly investor calls with sports books since I'm heavily invested into those stocks, and I believe that they are some of the most telling when it comes to the profit in the industry. We as players are called MUPs, monthly unique players. DraftKings reported an average monthly profit of $116 per MUP in quarter four, 2023. 3.5 million unique players on the platform equals $406 million in monthly profit on those players. If you think that's good, how about Bet Rivers, Rush Street Interactive? They had $374 of profit per user per month in quarter three. Those are some big numbers. Now, I can't find the numbers on how many books most players use, but I know most of my circle has probably five books in play for line shopping. So if I was playing five books with those average MUP losses each month, I wouldn't be sleeping on the couch. I would be living in the car. Oh, boy. Now, I know some of you, it's a drop in the bucket. I understand that. But those numbers to me are just absolutely crazy when I hear the monthly losses per unique user on each platform. So now let's talk about parlays. Sportsbooks, oh boy, they typically report 20 to 35% hold rates on parlays, significantly increasing with each leg added. Yes, that gets mentioned in conference calls on a consistent basis. It's fun to dream of turning $5 into $75,000 with a 15-team leg parlay, but the book will have a nice hold percentage on bets like that. Talking parlays and earnings calls, well, it's like liquid gold. I can't invest fast enough if you tell me your parlay mix is increasing next quarter. Same game parlays, now progressive parlays. Real estate is all about location, location, location. Sportsbook profit these days is about parlays, parlays, parlays. It's okay to have fun. Three to 5% of you probably once again make money on parlays, but some of the parlay slips I see posted on Twitter Caused me to buy more stock the next day. So once again, parlays, just no eyes wide open going into it. The hold percentage for the book is really, really good. Because trust me, it's tough enough to win a straight wager, yet alone put together parlays that are successful. Some of you do it, once again, and kudos to you. I'm just not one of those guys. And from a profit perspective, and as an investor in stocks of gambling stocks, I love parlays from that factor because I know I'm going to get a great return. So why do most people lose, in my opinion? Well, lots of different reasons. Of course, it's tough to pick winners. If you chase enough or step up, step up enough on whale plays, eventually most get burned. Not all, but most. If you get frustrated and you significantly increase the units, that'll cause you to lose typically. If you always think that you've cooked up the perfect parlay, well, that can do it to you. I've been there. If you loved a favorite, now it's plus six after a bad start at the under-12 timeout, and you know they're going to come back and win, let's go 10 units on the live wager. Well, you do that enough, it's going to come back to Bernie as well. We're not good enough to beat the juice most of the time. That's a factual statement. Once again, most players win between 45 and 55% of the time. It's tough to beat the juice. Ah, you think something's a lock. And I have a story about this one. So here's a quick story from about 20 plus years ago. I worked for a company that sponsored some basketball games. We're having our pregame sponsor meal with several members of the university. They're mostly trying to get the company, of course, to increase our financial commitment. About 30 minutes before the tip, the head coach comes in to press some flesh and make it. And then he makes a joke. He said, hope you already got the check because tonight could be ugly. Our leading score isn't going to go tonight. I said, oh boy. 
I've always dreamed of inside information, and now I have it for once. So after he leaves the room, meal wraps up about 15 minutes before tip. I go into the hallway with my old flip phone. Didn't have, obviously, an iPhone back then. I call my various offshore accounts and place the max wager on the game. So I guess I was lucky on a couple fronts. Number one, I was betting a low-level conference game. And back then, most of the offshores even didn't offer a first-half wager until conference tournament time. So I couldn't get any first-half action in on the game because I would have done that as well. And number two, I think I was capped at either $100 or $200 per book based on the conference affiliation. So that saved me and limited my losses there for me. So some people talk about limiting as a bad thing. I look at it as a good thing sometimes for me. It came back to save me in that situation. And then for those of you that remember Villanova shooting 78.6% against Georgetown and Patrick Ewing in the 1985 title game, I got to witness something similar. I lost that bet by like 30 points. Yes, Top player didn't go. I still got crushed. Amazing shooting percentage in that particular game. And I remember the next day reading the quotes from the coach in the paper, and he said something like, basketball is unpredictable. One day the iron is kind. The next day it'll spit it out when it's halfway down. Yeah, and that's what kind of happened. Everything dropped for one team. Everything spit out for the other team, and I got crushed. So that was a tough life, life lesson for me. If you give me inside information a hundred times or a thousand times, I know I'm going to make profit. But in a one-game situation, which is what I was dealing with, I will never, ever again step up like that, even if I had inside information. Because, like the coach said, basketball is unpredictable, as are most sports anyway. So I do want everyone to have fun, but I do want to mention this as well. Some of the emails, DMs that I receive do scare me. The anger and frustration over a single losing play is concerning. I post my record. I say that I'm not good enough to tail. I'm not bad enough to fade. Please bet responsibly and please seek help if you need it because no one wager should have anybody up in arms as much as sometimes I see. And I realize it's par for the course. I have to get thicker skin with some of that reaction, but please, please bet responsibly out there. And if you're going to bet big based on something I say, don't do it. Please don't do it. I don't want you to do it. I don't want to be responsible for anything on that front. So there we go. I can't wait to hear the feedback on this show. I wish all of you the best. Like I said, I have, I hope we have fun. That's all I'm going to say. This was my soapbox. I needed to get it off my chest and share this information anyway, and I'll wrap it up the normal way. Let's, uh, what do we do? What do I say here at the end of a podcast? That's how off balance I am. Oh boy. Manage that bankroll. Don't chase money, have fun, and let's cast some tickets together. Good luck, everyone. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.